Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Good morning, people. I just landed in your town. Welcome to the podcast that is number one on your drunk dial list. Hashtag, Hashtag just, just saying. 2017. Yeah. New year. New year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new year. Thank goodness. Yay! Um, so. Yes. I, we, we begin the new year, you got sick, Yeah. and now I have, I have sick, <laughs> I, I have sick as well. Tab's worse off than me though. Is she now? Yeah. She got, she got the more furious strain? Her cough, <laughs> her cough is worse than mine. Yeah? Her cough is keeping her up most of the night. Ugh. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... It's a type of uh, cough and sickness that it's a virus thing that you gotta wait yep. it out. So neither one of us is gonna waste any money on a co-payment and go see the doctor and say, oh, no. can't do anything about it." No. Um, although if I like the last time that I was sick and I had that cough for like four months, yeah, my doctor was like pleading me to come in, <laughs> and I was like, "No, I won't do it." And like Jay- I didn't, I didn't want to do it. And Jay threw you under the bus. He ratted me out. He actually, <laughs> he had a doctor's appointment today, too. And I was like, don't tell the doctor anything about me. He doesn't need to know. <laughs> Did you have a good New Year? Yeah, it was good. Did you? These days, we don't really go out and do anything. Yeah. Did you, Did you? were you able to make it until midnight, even? Oh, yeah. When did you? Yeah. I got to be honest with you, I was hanging by a thread. <laughs> I was hanging my thread. Um, real quick, folks. Uh, I, Time's I up. Didn't, That's I it. didn't mention. I know, but I didn't mention. Wait. It, I didn't mention it last There's week. There's more. I know. So, <laughs> for Christmas, my husband got me because I'm a big New York Giants fan. He got me a tour of MetLife Stadium. Woo! <clears throat> so on New Year's Eve, we toured MetLife Stadium. Yay! It was awesome. Yay! It was every bit as awesome as I had hoped it would be. I my bet. only, my only axe to grind, if you want to even call it that, the Odell that... and them weren't on the field when you were there. <laughs> no, it's that um, the Giants the following day, which was a Sunday, they had an away game. Boo! Uh, in with the Redskins in DC, so the Jets were going to be the home team. So. The, the stadium was done up for the Jets. Oh. So I had to look at that shitty jet green. <laughs> and it was funny because in the beginning of the tour, the woman's like, where are you from? Where are you from? Where are you from? And she looks at me and she goes, where, where are you guys from? And I said, I, I, I always I just say Boston. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's ever heard of the town that I'm from. Yeah. So I usually generalize it and just say, I'm from Boston. And they go, oh, okay. They never want to know more than that. So I Where said, in Boston? Yeah, well, yeah. And then I said, South. Well, I said, well, Boston. And then Jay, because he has to, you know, 
be the man he is. He goes, well, actually, we're more toward Cape Cod. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she doesn't care. She just wants to know where we're from. It's a general question, dude. It is, it is. So she goes, oh. And she goes, are we... Oh. And then she looks at me. It was funny. She looks at me and she goes, are we going to have a problem with you? <laughs> and I said, why would you have a problem with me? And she goes, Patriots. And I went... <laughs> I, I was like, listen, I said, I wouldn't be here. I was like, I wouldn't drive four hours mm-hmm. to pick a fight with you. <laughs> I was like, I've been a Giants fan since I was like seven years old. And she goes, oh, okay. And then she looks at Jay and she's like, are you a Patriots fan? And he goes, I don't even give a shit about football. I just want to see your stadium. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he hates it. He, he doesn't really like football. So it's funny because he's like, I don't. He just wanted to see the, like the media room and all that other stuff, which we got to see. So, <laughs> um, but it was funny, and she was like, "She goes, oh, it's," and she goes, "You're a Giants fan?" And I said, "Yeah," and she goes, "I don't." She goes, "You picked the wrong day to come," and I said, "Why? <laughs> Is it closed?" And she goes, "She goes, well, no." She said, "But the stadium's done up for the Jets," and I said, "Well, I, I just want to see the stadium. I'm, you know, it'd be great if it was done up in the Giants blue, but." I'll have to look at that shitty green. I would, would, I would have been like, all right, I'll give you 20 minutes. Oh, you know how long it takes? Giant it up for me. I, I Well, I was going to ask, but this information was offered to us. The Giants and the Jets uh, share the stadium, MetLife Stadium. Um, to flip the stadium from one team to the other takes 72 hours. Damn. And there are about 4,000 people involved. Damn. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? And then I yeah. kind of was like, I was looking at her and I was like, I want to, can I get a job? <laughs> I'll flip a banner. I'll flip it. I want a job. <laughs> it was funny. So we got to, um, I got my, uh, I got to see the, the outside of the locker room and I kind of made a joke and I was like, I don't get to see a locker. <laughs> and she goes, no, she goes, um, it sucks. She said the, there's a, a fingerprint scan outside their locker room. She goes, and I'm not even on the fingerprint list. Damn. And I said, oh, so you're not privy to the locker room. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. She said, and please don't try to be funny and touch it. She said, because security will swarm us. And I was like, really? Just for fucking around? I was like, oh, okay. Hmm. So, but we actually got to go out the, I don't want to talk too much about this, but we actually got to go out the little pathway, like the entrance that the Giants would come out for the game. Oh, Nice. Yeah, and uh, it was funny because I was like, I was like, oh, this is so cool. This is the hallway, and this is where they come out to the stadium. Blah blah blah. And the woman's talking, and she's like, yeah. She goes, um, I, I, it's sad that I have to say this. She said, but I want you all to resist the urge to tackle each other. <laughs> she goes, and please don't pretend that your cell phone is a, a football and throw it at people. And I looked at her and I said. The fact that you have to say that, I said, it's happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, oh, yeah, it's it's happened a lot, and I have to say it now. There's always morons that do something like that yeah. and screw it up for other people. Yeah. But it was a fun tour, and um, MetLife, there's a big Giants memorabilia room, which I had a fucking field day in. Yay! And um, something that might semi-interest you mm-hmm. is they hosted... WrestleMania one year. Hmm. So they have in one of the, I don't know if it'd be an executive office thing or whatever, 
But in the, in the waiting room of one of these offices, they have framed this huge uh, WWE belt hmm. that they were given as a thank you for hosting the WrestleMania. Nice. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I think I took a picture of it. Good. I'll check it out later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> so that was my New Year's Eve. By the time I got back, we had gotten dinner, and I was just... I wanted to just go to bed. I was I'll like, bet. oh, man, I'm wiped. <laughs> um, and I was We're already... not 20 no more. Yeah, and I was you already... You can't stay out all night. <laughs> no, I can't. And I was already starting to get sick. I already had that pre-sick mm-hmm. thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow like ass. It's going to be <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah, Tab and I spent the whole night just at home, sick. Mm-hmm. Coughing, watching stuff on TV, and then... Closer to like eleven thirty, we put on the uh, Dick Clark um, special thing. Now, normally, yeah, normally Jay and I watch that, or we'll watch some kind of countdown show. Mm-hmm. Um, we got caught up in a in a movie that was supposed to end <clears throat> ten minutes before midnight. I remember, and it ended up going overtime. So I literally looked at Jay and said, "You know, it's midnight," <laughs> and he went, oh, "We didn't see a countdown. We didn't." And, Jay's a habitual man, so he actually, that's the first ball drop countdown that he ever missed in his lifetime. <laughs> so he was like, oh my God, this year's going to suck. <laughs> I, said, I said, well, you watched the ball drop last year, and last year sucked. And he goes, yeah, past, that's past true. Past two years. He goes, yeah, that's true. He said, maybe break a tradition. It'll be good. Might help. But I didn't see it firsthand, and I know you did. What the f- happened to Mariah Carey? Oh, she's a douche. <laughs> and everyone's saying it online and tweeting and all that. She's a douche. She's a diva. <laughs> oh, Sean! <sighs> oh, he's dying! Someone should have smacked her in the face or something that night. I'm like, Ooh. bitch! You're, oh, you're trying to perform boy. for people. Yeah? You're acting like a douche on national TV. <laughs> like a stuck-up snob. Now, oh, you have a problem with your earpiece, so you're just gonna be like, oh, well, whatever. I don't want. I'm not in the mood now. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I we I watched it. It's the videos mm-hmm. on YouTube. You can easily uh, watch it if you are so inclined. Speaking of YouTube, the YouTube version of the podcast <laughs> is is also uh, up. <laughs> um, we're still in process of getting the last couple of. Uh... Location shoots up. Yes. You know what? We, we're going to have a snowstorm, a bitch of a snowstorm. So, um, that might maybe. free up some time in her freaking schedule. Huh? <laughs> that might free up some time in your, uh, your schedule there. Yeah. That might be what I have to do. I don't know. Well, at least one. <laughs> I might try, yeah, I might just try to get at least one done. But anyway, um, so it is on YouTube if you want to check it out. But she basically, it's like she starts singing and this isn't a new song this is like a song she sung for like like 40 fucking years yeah from like her second or third album or something yeah even i i don't know mariah carey but even i knew the song i didn't know the words Mm -hmm. but i knew what song it was supposed to be emotions correct (laughs) points so so she starts singing song and then all of a sudden like she just says, you know, F it. I'm just yeah. going to walk around and... And let everybody out there sing. 
Yeah, she tried. And the crowd, I think everybody in the crowd was maybe 10 years old. They <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were. I think they were far too young to even know that song. Joe, sing. <laughs> I know you're watching. I didn't think they were far too young to even know that song. But it was like, it was weird. It was just, the whole thing was just really, really bizarre to me. Cause, yeah. And then she started singing another song, which she was singing correctly, <laughs> and then all of a sudden just gave up. <laughs> and she asked one of her uh, backup dancers to carry her down a couple steps. Uh, what a princess. I give 100% credit to those poor backup dancers. They kept trying. Yeah. They, they kept the faith. They were doing the what faith. they were supposed to do. They kept the faith. They kept going through. They were still doing the choreography and everything. She wasn't doing anything. I just wish that one guy carried or dropped her. <laughs> that would have been nice. That'd be a headline, huh? Mariah yeah. Carey dropped on her head, remembers words to song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be singing. That's right. They oh, hired me yeah. to sing. Right. Well, I hope they got their money back. I hope. There was nothing, like, she was blaming it on the earpiece, but there's right. nothing There's nothing that the earpiece provides unless she's getting the the music feed into the earpiece. Usually mm-hmm. it's just some kind of stage direction, mm-hmm. and they'll use it as, like, a crowd muffler so that they can, like, it, but that's usually a stadium thing. Like, if you do, if you sing the, um, what do you call it, the national anthem mm-hmm. in, like, Fenway Park, you're going to have reverb. So they'll use an earpiece so that they can keep themselves on track and not get lost in the reverb. Um, but she shouldn't have had a fucking problem with reverb since she wasn't singing her own song anyway. No. Douche. She was lip syncing. She couldn't even lip sync the song. No. Hopefully no one hires her to do another <laughs> show after this. I think she's going to have trouble getting work. I hope. I hope she lost all her fans because of the way she acted. Uh, well, Sean's got a lot of venom. <laughs> you got a lot of venom for Mariah Carey today. I hate watching people act the way she did. Yeah, well... If you're going to be aggravated about the situation, the difficulties, fine. Just mentally keep it in your mind, and you're performing for fans, maybe, (laughs) in front of you. You're performing on national television. Right. Do your job, bitch. (laughs) You had one job, Mariah. One job. Fuck that up, too. Yep. All right. I don't want to waste any more time talking about Mariah Carey. Right. We have we have better shit to do in the new year. Hopefully next time someone drops her. <laughs> Oops. So do you want to dive into your thing? or? All right. I don't know what... My headphones suck so bad. That's yeah, my new year's resolution. Speaking of audio difficulties, we're kind of having them in our headphones right now. I know. The audio is going in and, and out. And guess what? I'm still doing my job. Right. Happily. <laughs> Yeah. We're not acting like douches or divas. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> 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 Fuck the attitude, man. <laughs> Fuck it. The little tidbit here I have. Okay. Are movie stars and singers and what the real names are. Right. And the audio just sounds weird again right now. <laughs> I know. Just power through. Oh, there you go. Just power through. I'm starting off with Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Woo! Spider-Man. <laughs> Let's do it. Birth name is Michael Douglas. Gee, I wonder why he couldn't use his real name. <laughs> yep. 
The Screen Actors Guild requires each of its members to have a unique professional name, and yep. of course, Michael Douglas was taken. Reports that the Birdman actor took his name from the star of Annie Hall are mistaken. That doesn't make mm-hmm. sense to me, but oh well. Oh, it's Diane Keaton. Oh, yeah. They think he took he took her last name, just, but it's that's not true. It's mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what doesn't make sense to me because I didn't know what the hell Annie Hall was. Oh, yeah. That's a Woody Allen movie. Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Next, Sigourney Weaver. Birth name, Susan Weaver. Oh, wow. She okay. switched to Sigourney, a name that pops up once in The Great Gatsby. At the age of 14, it was an act of desperation. Ooh. Weaver later explained, because I didn't like being called Susie. So now it's just Sigourney? Yep. That's weird. <laughs> Whatever. She seems like a weird chick. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her in Ghostbusters. All right. Uh, David Bowie. Oh, I know David Bowie's real name. Yeah, it is? Uh, David, David, David Jones. Yep. David Robert Jones. He didn't want to be confused with the monkey. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she knows her shit. Yes! In 60, 1964, he released his first single, Liza Jane, as David Jones with the King Bees. <laughs> the bee! It's a bee! But a year or so later, fans began to confuse him with Davy Jones of the Monkees. Yeah. Future Ziggy Stardust then took his name from American pioneer <laughs> Jim Bowie <clears throat> and the distinctive knife named after him. Oh, the Bowie knife. Yep. I always thought it was pronounced Bowie knife. Well, I'm, I'm sure some call it Bowie, some call it Bowie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I said that so quick, it sounded like I said booby. <laughs> Elvis Costello is the next one. Oh, I don't know that one. His real name is Decl- Declan Patrick McManus. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine that spinning around in your record collection? Nope. Declan <laughs> McManus. Every Day I Ride the Book by Declan McManus. <laughs> Yikes. He adopted the name D.P. Costello in honor of his father, a band leader known publicly as De Callisto. Okay. Costello. Yeah. I said Callisto. That's okay. <laughs> There's a light over here that doesn't, doesn't work tonight, so. We, we, <laughs> I'll, I'll fix it. I'm going to have a day to free. <laughs> <laughs> Before the 1977 release of his first single, Less Than Zero, the younger Costello's manager at Stiff <laughs> Stiff Records <laughs> suggested he combine Elvis Presley's first name with his dad's stage name. And that's hmm. how Elvis Costello was born. Oh, goodness gracious me. Great balls of fire. Michael J. Fox is next. Michael... It's Michael Fox. The only difference is the middle initial. Oh, he has a middle name. Yeah, it's like Andrew or something. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, <laughs> points! He needed a middle initial to distinguish himself from a, uh, from character actor Michael Fox, but didn't like the sound of Michael A. Fox. Inspired mm-hmm. by another character actor, Michael J. Pollard, he went with J instead. There you go. There you go. And that's our Marty McFly. <laughs> All right, what's up? Sting. Oh, wait. Uh. Oh, go. Gordon Summers. 
Boom! Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. Ooh. <laughs> British <laughs> British people always have like eight middle names. And we're back to uh, crazy. Think back to um, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer. <laughs> He's got like six middle names. Oh yeah, and he's not even British. No, he's just. <laughs> Before the 1977 debut of the Police, he played in jazz fusion bands, often wearing black and yellow striped sweater. A band leader said he looked like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> the bee. You look like a bee. That led to Sting, which stuck, as he <laughs> as he told Time Magazine in 2011. You could. Shout Gordon in the street, I would just move out of your way. <laughs> uh, now I want to meet Sting. I want to meet Sting so I can say, Gordon, will you get out of my way, please? <laughs> just see if he moves to one side. Like, I'm sorry, madam. Gordon, watch out for the bee. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bee. All Alex, right. Alex Cooper is next. Uh, Vincent. His first name is Vincent, and I can never pronounce his last name correctly. It's like Fournier. Yep. Hey! Vincent Damon Fournier. Ooh. It said that the Fournier na- renamed himself after consulting a Ouija board, <laughs> but he has dismissed that as an urban legend. Mm. Perhaps significantly, parentheses, Mayberry RFD had a character called Alice Cooper in the series debut in 1968, a year Fournier adopted the name. Wherever its origin, he felt strongly that his band needed a gimmick. <laughs> he had quite a gimmick. Yeah. All right. Elton John. Uh, I know this one. And I know the full name. Reginald Kenneth Dwight. Right again. <laughs> oh! oh, I wish we were playing for money. <laughs> <laughs> or if you want, you can rewind this video and you can t- turn this on the drinking game. <laughs> Take a shot every time she's right. Oh, you'll be drunk. Yeah. Drunk off my power. Yeah. We're only on page two. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Elton John began a stage name inspired by jazz saxophonist Elton Jean (laughs) and blues singer. Long John Baldry. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) See on the video? She's not even looking at this. No, I'm not looking at it. The legendary rocker later changed his legal name to Elton Hercules John. Yep. Hercules, a childhood nickname, was the name of a horse on a British sitcom. <laughs> you and Jay probably know that sitcom. Uh, actually, I don't. Uh, oh. But I do know that um, the the album... <laughs> this is, I know, stupid, I stupid, know. stupid trivia. <laughs> the album that he released right before he legally changed it was called Red Strikes Back. And the cover is just all these the costumes and stuff that he used to wear because it was like saying goodbye to that oh. stupid stuff and then moving forward. Good for him. Because he, <laughs> he used to wear like gimmicky, he'd come mm. out in like a feather boa strapped around his head and mm-hmm. fucking Donald Duck outfit. and <laughs> I mean, he would just come out with just crazy outfits. <laughs> I remember on the Muppet show, he came out, he, oh, yeah, sang, Muppets. he sang Crocodile Rock dressed as a crocodile. <laughs> it was ridiculous, I think. If, you know what? If, if I'm wrong, he should have. <laughs> I feel like he was. I don't remember now. He probably did. Let's keep going. I'm doing great. Chevy Chase. Ooh. 
I, I don't know this one. Mm. You'll stay sober now. <laughs> Cornelius Crane Chase. Ooh. No wonder. The 14th generation New Yorker was named after his mother's stepfather, Cornelius Vanderbilt Crane. But his grandmother... Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> It says give him the, his nickname, but I think it should say gave him his nickname. Right. Taken from the Middle English Ballad of che- Chevy Chase. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The next one's John Wayne. I don't know that one. <laughs> That's beyond me. Marion Morrison. Yikes. Nicknamed Little Duke as a child. He was credited as Duke Morrison in his first movie. After that, although friends would still call him Duke, he became John Wayne, a name partially inspired by Revolutionary War General Anthony Wayne. Hmm. Well, all right then. Yeah. And get your shot glasses ready, because you might know the next two. <laughs> okay. Martin Sheen. Oh, uh, Martin Sheen. Oh. Uh, the last name is Estevez. Yep. All right, take half a sip for that. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Um. He's God. a. F- between his first name and last name is four. Jesus. See. Ramon. That's his first name. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Take another sip. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got Ramon Estevez. So what's the whole the whole thing? Ramon Antonio. Holy shit. Um, Gerardo Estevez. Woo! With a mother from Ireland and a father from Spain, he was raised Catholic and named himself after the popular Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. The future West Wing star took his name from Robert Dale Martin, a CBS casting director who helped him early in his career. Okay. All right. Next we have Charlie Sheen. Ah, Carlos Estevez. Yes. All right. Carlos Irwin Estevez. Irwin! Estevez. Irwin! You fucking nerd. (laughs) Irwin. Not winning with that. No. (laughs) No tiger blood in Irwin's veins. You kidding me? Before being expelled from high school. Of course. Big surprise. He appeared as Carlos Estevez in amateur films made with his brother Emilio. Emilio! (laughs) Why does Andrew get to get up? (laughs) He gets up. We'll all get up. Drugs? (laughs) No, thank you. I'm straight. (laughs) Bianchi. And classmates, Sean Penn and Rob Lowe. Okay. After that, Carlos followed his father's footsteps. And changed his name and became an actor. Okay. Well, I could see you would get Car- Charlie from Carlos. I would get yeah. that. Next one is Meg Ryan. Oh, I don't know that one. Well, after you hear this, you, you definitely wouldn't know. <laughs> Margaret Mary Emily Ann Hera. Wow. Mm-hmm. She opted for Ooh. Ryan, her maternal grandmother's maiden name. When she registered for the Screen Actors Guild. Okay. Oh, my short goodness. And, short and simple. Well, 
that's Meg Ryan for you. <laughs> <laughs> what else can you do? You'll never guess who the next one is. Stevie Wonder? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I I'm, I I don't know. I don't know Steve. I don't know. Stevlin Hardaway Judkins. Wow. Despite his blindness, he learned to play many instruments as a small child. In 1961, the 11-year-old uh, prodigy went to Motown, where producer Clarence Paul gave him the self-explanatory stage name, Little Stevie Wonder. Mm. He became Stevie Wonder, dropping the little, before releasing his 66th <laughs> hit, Uptight, Everything's Alright. Nice. Nice. Well, of course everything's alright. You just drop little. <laughs> You're not little anymore, Stevie. Indeed. Indeed, sir. Especially these days. Mm. That's really none of my business. <laughs> what else we got? The late Gene Wilder. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I know it's Eugene, and that's all that I know. It's not even Eugene? <laughs> I thought his, his name was Eugene. Okay. I stand nope. corrected. Part of it has to do with Eugene. Okay. Uh, his real name is Jerome Silverman. Ooh. He chose his stage name at 26, basing it on a Thomas Wolfe character, Eugene Gant, and playwright Thornton Wilder. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what else can I say? <laughs> Next is Gene Simmons. Oh, Jesus. He... <laughs> uh... He Kiss has man. A, yeah, he's got a really long last name. Good luck with that one. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Birth name, Chame Wits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Real long. W-I-T-Z. I don't know. Maybe I've just heard it pronounced. I don't know. Different. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Born in Israel, he acquired the more American-sounding name Gene Klein as a kid. When his family moved to the U.S., by the time he formed Kiss in 73, he was Gene Simmons, a.k.a. The Demon. Word. If I had a long tongue, I'd do that thing. But I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'll just do this part. Next, Meatloaf. I don't know Meatloaf's real name, but I... <laughs> it's mashed oh, potato. Wait, wait. I, I want to take a guess. Okay. I'm, picture, I'm, picturing, I'm picturing him. Yeah, big. I feel like his name should be David something. Nope. No? Okay. He looks <laughs> like a David. That's all I'm saying. I feel like he'd come in the room and you'd be like, hi, David. <laughs> his birth name is Marvin Lee Aday. Ooh. Not a David. <laughs> Not a David. <laughs> Aday. Not a David. But, yeah, you're kind of close on that. Uh. His father called him Meat because of his size. <laughs> And that led to the name of his first band, Meatloaf Soul. Mm. Last on the list is Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz. Mm, I, don't, I don't know that one. Birth name was Francis Ethel Gum. G U M M. Okay. From the age of two and a half, she sang as Baby Gum. <laughs> With her two older sisters at a performance in Chicago when they were introduced as the Gum Sisters. 
The audience laughed. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing. Yes, yeah. it's funny. It's Act- hilarious. Actor George Jessel, who was part of the same show, urged the trio to find a better stage name, mm. and he later came up with Judy Garland. That's crazy. Wow. That's almost the, that's almost the way um, Stone Cold Steve Austin got his name, Steve Austin. When he started wrestling, there was another guy. His real name was uh, Stephen Williams. Mm-hmm. And there was another guy wrestling as Dr. Death Steve Williams. So when he started wrestling, they asked him to come up with a name, and he couldn't do it. So they said, all right, go sit over there. You got 15 minutes. Think of a name. Then they came back to him and said, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? And he said, I don't know. He's like, all right, well, you're, you're Steve Austin. And that's it. Okay. Kept the name all the way up to this date. So they rip off the $6 million man and <laughs> yeah. call it a day. <laughs> I guess. Okay, so we got one more thing. Yep. Well, not one more thing. One more thing with me. <laughs> one more Sean thing. That's all the thing I found here. Co-stars who didn't get along on or off set. Ooh. Lucy Liu and Bill Murray on Charlie's Angels. Really? How do yep. you not get along with Bill Murray? Because Murray allegedly provoked Lou on the set of Charlie's Angels, saying that she can't act. <laughs> well, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's not wrong. Murray was replaced with Bernie Mac on the sequel, likely much to Lou's delight. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. Next is Sharon Stone and Billy Baldwin in Silver. I believe it. It's a Baldwin. He's a Baldwin. I'm going to put it all on him. They had to do a steamy scene together in the 1993 drama Silver. Uh Stone apparently hated Baldwin so much that she actually bit his tongue in one of their love scenes. Oh, you rude bitch. (laughs) No, that's rude. Oh, Oh, I was was on your side because he was a Baldwin. And you lost me. You lost me. Next is... (laughs) Next is Harrison Ford and Josh Harnett in Hollywood Homicide. Hmm. The two allegedly fought through the entire production of 2003's Hollywood Homicide. The two would barely make eye contact with each other and bickered through their promotional tour. Next is Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey in Dirty Dancing. Oh, we talked about this a few episodes ago. Yep. My mom was so angry with me. Why are you talking shit about Dirty Dancing, Tara? Well, listen to this, Mom. (laughs) In Swayze's book, The Time of My Life, he He says how he didn't get along with Jennifer on the set of Dirty Dancing because she was highly emotional and prone to silly moods, which Patrick seemed unprofessional. I don't know what to say. (laughs) I'm not her spokesperson. Um, Shouldn't you have fun on the set? I guess. Why, Why be so serious? Just like Heath Ledger said as the Joker, why are you so serious? Some people take it very seriously. Those method actors. <sighs> they get into and that's it. They must be the ones the critics like. Yeah. Next is Will Smith and Jenna Hubert on Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Really? Hubert was fired in 93 and replaced. Something that she said was all Smith's doing. <laughs> Hubert called Smith an egomaniac and stated he's the sole reason she would never do a Fresh Prince reunion. 
And last on the list, Jamie Foxx and LL Cool J. No. In any given Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. These two hated each other so much, Miami-Dade County Police Department had to break up a brawl between the two. They settled the differences years later and became pals and collaborators. But there was some heat. Mm. Big heat if the uh, police mm. department's involved, mm. huh? Yeah, no shit. Okay. Ta-da. Ta-da. Ta-ra. <laughs> <laughs> so, now what I have for you. <laughs> Buckle up. Buttercup. That was uh, awkward and unpleasant celebrity encounters. <laughs> Here we go. I'm not involved in any of these, by the way. Oh, and I just want to say real quick that... Well, she's not involved with them because she stays I, back. I do, I do. Right behind, I hide behind people. Like, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so scared. Um, Boo! I'm not implying that any of these people we're about to talk about are assholes. Unless just, we say they are. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what these people have said. Okay. We're just saying. Once I was on an escalator with some friends, we were joking around and having, and uh, for some dumb dumb reason, I made a joke about Felicity Day singing, (laughs) and guess who was standing behind me? Oh. I've never felt worse in my life. Felicity Day, if you're out there, I am so sorry. (laughs) And you know what's funny about this is I didn't, I didn't copy down, but she actually found this thread. And replied to this person and was like, it's no problem. <laughs> We're cool. <laughs> nice. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Kevin Bacon's son is in a punk band. Bacon. Ham. Ham. <laughs> and at a show once in Boston, between songs, someone yelled out, I saw your dad's dick in the movie Wild Things. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkward. I saw Why your dad's that? ham. Why would you yell that to his son? <laughs> I met Regis Philbin and asked him if he wanted to be a millionaire. He was pretty ticked off by that for some reason. I also met Tracy Morgan once and did an impression of him. He thought it was hilarious, though. Tracy Good. might have been drunk. <laughs> this is another account of Tracy Morgan. This is kind of funny. I've heard numerous accounts of Tracy Morgan being cool as hell with just about anyone he encounters. I heard a radio interview with another comedian once. The comedian was a little person and talking about how difficult it is to pick up droopies while touring as the opening act. He finally was about to seal a deal with one in particular at a show that Tracy Morgan was headlining. Being that it was typical for him to be an hour or so late, what better place for sexy time? (laughs) Tracy's dressing room at the venue. (laughs) So in the middle of doing his business with this woman... Who bursts in the room? None other than Tracy himself. The guy starts apologizing. Yeah. The guy starts apologizing and freaking out because Tracy had part of his entourage with him. All Tracy does is smile huge and tell the guy, (laughs) hey, man, you keep doing what you're doing. And proceeds to start yelling. Proceed. And proceeds to start yelling up and down the hallway. Who put a midget having sex in my room? That's fucking brilliant. I, I want this at every show I do. Over and over again, he said that even though it was a bit awkward, once the door was closed, he was able to finish. <laughs> After that, if I was a little person, I'd tell Tracy, I'm for hire. <laughs> I know. You could travel with Tracy Mulligan and be like, 
I wear I'm, a different I'll outfit every time. I'll have sex in your dressing room. <laughs> you can walk in on it. Okay. Back mini me. I work on private jets and cargo planes. When oh, I, was, I didn't know that. Shit. I know. When I was in college, Usher came in one time on a charted Gulfstream. Boo. It was the winter in Michigan, and the weather was terrible. Boo. One of our female receptionists was a huge, huge fan of his. So hey. when he was getting off the plane, <laughs> she attempted to get him to sign something. His bodyguard jumped in and physically threw the girl away. She's like 95 pounds. An employee of the airport and clearly not a threat to him. Usher just shook his head at her and got in his limo with a shit-eating grin. She was pretty upset about the whole deal, and I was flamingly pissed that Usher was such a fucking asshole. When it came mm-hmm. time for his plane to leave, it needed to be de-iced. So I sent the de-icing truck to a completely different ramp <laughs> to do a large job that I made up. <laughs> the truck didn't come back for over an hour. His pilots were whining to us on the radio about how Usher needed to be someplace for a meeting. Oh, well, too bad. Fuck you, Usher. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> mm. Sadly, is another one. I have a cousin who used to work at a fast food joint that I won't say. Yum. Anyways, one day the place is cleared of all customers and some bodyguards walk in. Hello? Usher, Usher is walking in with them. And my cousin, who was a huge fan, was super excited. Yeah! He was w- super picky about what he was ordering and he was really rude and obnoxious and insulted her and the cooks. He wouldn't even autograph a napkin for her. She said he sent the food back numerous times and wanted a refund. She never liked him after. Hmm. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. God, fuck you, Usher. I just don't get what's with what's with these people who become stars and all of a sudden they think, oh, I can be addicted to people now. I know. Um, uh, if it wasn't for the fans, you wouldn't be where you're at, asshole. Exactly. I haven't liked you since 2003 anyway. Your you. song, yeah, with uh, Little John's the only one I liked. Oh, see? The truth comes out now. Yeah! The truth comes out now. Sean's got your number. Oh, and I have no audio at all. I got lots of audio. You have yeah. it all. I have none. They all came over here and said hi. I'm going to pull a Mariah Carey and just, I'm going <laughs> to keep going. I'm a, I'll am Mariah this shit right to the end. Well, that means you're just going to quit and yeah, I know. act like a douche. My brother played pool with Keanu Reeves in Australia. Every time Reeves missed a shot, my brother would go, bogus. <laughs> and Keanu was saying, shut up, dude. <laughs> but yet now him and Alex Winter are doing a Bill and Ted 3. They are. About I, time. I asked Neil Patrick Harris if he would become gay and elope with me before Stop. I knew he was actually gay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> oh, you think you could get NPH that easy? No. <laughs> yup. You're not doing it. Oh, man. That's too funny. Uh, not me, but a friend of mine once shoved John C. Riley's wife out of the way while attempting to get an autograph from him. That's not a way to do it. After he asked her, did you just punch my wife in the face to try to get to me? Which about sealed the no autograph deal. <laughs> See? Yep. That's not how you do it. Wait your turn. I took a flash picture with an actual film camera in Steve Jobs' face. (laughs) He shot me a very mean look after that. (laughs) Yo, what's wrong with Apple? (laughs) (laughs) 
I hope you're happy with yourself. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I was an extra in Driven no, when, I was, when I, I was 13, and I stepped on his foot. He threw a bitch fit and made security stand around him and shoo people off anytime he wasn't filming for the rest of the day. <laughs> well. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me, and she didn't so much piss him off, but one of my friends got to meet Kevin Spacey. Oh, boy. Bitch. After a performance at a theater. Anyway, she was bound and determined to say something awesome to him, so when he went to sign her playbill, she just kind of clutch it, clutched it and whispered, You are spectacular. Nothing bad there. I think it was probably the way she said it. You know, that's kind of creepy to whisper to somebody. You are spectacular. Maybe he looked at her after that and said, can you just shut the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) He gave her a horrible look and walked away. Anyway, a few months later, he was on Leno to promote promote the uh, Superman movie and was asked about meeting fans outside the theater. I got to watch on national television as Spacey talked about how badly my friend creeped him out. Wow, so he remembered it? And... He sure did. Yeah. You are spectacular. It's not mm. like she leaned over to ask if she can play with his wad. <laughs> <laughs> then I could see him being a little creeped out, but... Um, I, it had to have been the way she did it. I don't know. We weren't there. We were not there. No. I didn't piss him off, but I shook hands with George Bush in 2007. You know that horror, that King of the Hill episode with Hank thinks not about not voting for him because his handshake is limp? <laughs> it really is. It's like shaking hands with a cat. <laughs> <laughs> she it's got like Bush. shaking hands with a cat. She's got Bush. Hmm. Being that Mike Tyson used to live around me and our families knew each other, I used to mow his parents' lawn while he was away. Since they were elderly, I then told Mike Tyson that I refused to mow his lawn and that I could beat him up when I was like 12. (laughs) Well, that's ludicrous. He took me seriously and was not happy. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a boxer like him and you can punch somebody out almost dead with one hit, Mm -hmm. you're really going to... Let someone say that and act the way that he did. I guess. Um, I didn't piss off a celebrity, but another guy did, and it almost—it was almost me who pissed him off. I was standing in line behind Samuel L. Jackson. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Not Samuel L. Mace Window. At a football game, apparently he is a Steelers fan and goes to games often. And Look after, for him. I know. And after a long internal struggle to work up the courage to say something, some asshole comes along and starts creaming his pants over the guy, <laughs> taking pictures with him, asking for his autograph, and talking about how he's the biggest fan in the world. He actually looked pretty pissed off about it since the guy, and once the guy finally left, and I've seen enough of his movies to learn that I don't want to piss him off. <laughs> okay. So your encounter was ruined. Because another guy had to be like, I fucking love you and touch me. (laughs) That's great. What's in your wallet? (laughs) (laughs) Misery. That's what's in my wallet. Last year, Steve Buscemi's son, of whom I am an acquaintance, threw a party at their house. I came with a few of my friends who were tight with his son. I got drunk and broke a vase. 
Steve Buscemi came home shortly after and kicked us all out as the result of my vase breaking. <laughs> you ruined the party. You're no longer uh, allowed at the Buscemi household. But do count on the fact that he'll be in the next Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time Adam Sandler made a fucking movie? Um, I think he did one recently. But I don't have my phone or my laptop with me. That's okay. Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, boy. Hmm? Jeremy Clarkson um, hosts Top Gear uh, for the UK, which is now a show called The Grand Tour on Amazon Prime. And it, I I love the Prime. show. Right. I love the show, <laughs> and I think it's awesome. Fuck the mess. Um, but he likes to say things to piss people off. Um, so this, I can guarantee this isn't going to go well. No. Jeremy Clarkson, I went to get an autograph when I was about 10, and then he said, as he signed it, great, now everyone is going to want a fucking autograph thanks to you. <laughs> wow. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, if you want to be a famous star, that comes with the job. A little bit, yeah. People going to want your autograph. Muhammad Ali was once turned down for an autograph by somebody he admired and at that point vowed to never turn anyone down for an autograph himself. There you go. See, Muhammad Ali knows how it feels. But. <laughs> no, there's no but. Ooh. My friend, when he was like 10 or 11, got to meet Muhammad Ali and get his autograph. He then tried to get a Vander Holyfield's autograph, who was the champ at the time. He was told... The champ doesn't give out autographs. To which his reply was, I already got the champ's autograph and showed him Ali's. Uh, so why do I even need yours and walked away? Please pretty, don't bite my ear. Pretty ballsy for a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Indeed, sir. Still let him near your ear. No, that's Tyson who bites ears. Didn't, got, he, didn't he bite him in Evander's ear? He bit his, but I think at one point he bit him back. Oh, I don't know. So if you get him mad enough, he might do it back to you. Uh, when I was like 13, I went up and grabbed Christopher Walken's hand. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and told him he left his coffee in the taxi, like in that old Saturday Night Live skit. I thought it would be so funny, but he looked like I... He looked like he thought I was ready to kill him. <laughs> See, we're just, we're just I bet, going why are you holding my hand? Yeah, I know. Please don't <laughs> touch me. We're not together. <laughs> Are we going steady now? Are we going steady now? At least take me for dinner in the movie first. Mm. Johnny Damon. I wouldn't let his I wouldn't let him park his car in the VIP section of a concert venue. Or in Harvard Yard. Because he didn't have a pass and I didn't recognize him or know who he was. He was a real asshole about it. <laughs> I don't know who Johnny Damon I know who he is, but I don't couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Yeah. I forget what he looks like. Yeah. Vanilla Ice made an appearance at a bar when I was in school. He was handing out shots of Jaeger and being an asshole on the microphone. That wouldn't surprise me. I demanded him to sing the Go Ninjas Go Ninjas (laughs) song, and he looked so pissed. Ninja. Ninja rap. He looked so pissed as he sang like half the chorus, then returned to being a full-on dickhead. (laughs) You know what pisses me off about that is um. We didn't get to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have liked to see that. I don't know how old the story is, but um, a couple of years ago there was a 
It was some kind of cooking competition on the Food Network, and I only I watched it because, oh. yeah, I watched it because Penn Jillette was on it, and Vanilla yeah. uh, Vanilla Ice was one of the contestants, and every chance he got, he would incorporate Ninja into something. <laughs> so I I just find it really funny that he's you know got pissed off when someone asked him to sing it, and then you know perhaps a few years later or a few years before I don't know the timeline was all about the ninja thing. Just looking at him, I can just see dick written on him. Yeah, he seems like a douche. Oh, yeah. Um. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, it's not the same. I have a little extra ch at the yeah. end. Yeah. I Where accidentally kicked Tom Cruise in the shin. That's weird because I do that on purpose. <laughs> Every time I see Tom Cruise, I kick him right in the shin. I can't help myself. It's like a... Next time, go higher. Yeah. He was surprisingly cool about it. If I were him, I would have been pissed. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> I have a... He's got a restraining order on me. So. <laughs> I beat Jose Canseco out of a few hundred dollars playing poker at a California casino. His veins were popping out like he wanted to rip my head off. He was arrested a few months later trying to smuggle steroids in from Mexico. <laughs> Well, ha-ha. There you go. Ha-ha to you. Ha-ha <laughs> to you. I was in an elevator with George Lopez. I wasn't sure if it was actually him at first, so I kind of stared at him <laughs> out of the corner of my eye until he turned to me and said, Yes, I'm George Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, George. He asked me if I was going to see his show that night, and I said, No, I'm going to see the, the, uh, the cinematic Titanic. He sort of made an okay face, and I felt like a douche. Eh. <laughs> okay. I would have been like, well, I'll cancel that show if you, mm. you know, let me in as your guest. For real. Sitting on 6th Avenue in New York City, a guy walks up to me and asks if he can bum a cigarette. Bum. I look at his face and ask him if he's Geraldo Rivera. He replies, <laughs> yes. I said, no fucking way. Get out of here. <laughs> he just turned and walked away, shaking his head. <laughs> I wouldn't give Geraldo Rivera a cigarette either. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Sean's ambivalent about it. If you're Geraldo Rivera, Sean will give you a cigarette. He doesn't care. The yeah, <laughs> problem is I don't smoke. That is a problem. Well, it's, it's, no, that's a good problem to have, I think. <clears throat> Paris Hilton was visiting Aspen over Christmas in 09. Good, stay there. She, she likes to think that she owns the town when she's there. Douche. But in actuality, all the locals hate her. Yay! She walked into one of the restaurants there and literally announced, Paris is here, and I shit you not, uh, one of the guys from the back of the restaurant goes, <laughs> Paris Hilton, ew! Because <laughs> I would have went, boo! <laughs> there were many lols, LOLs, uh, across the room were had, and she left in shame. Bye, bitch! Yeah, good. <laughs> go, go home. <laughs> go home. You're still here? <laughs> it's over. I know. Go home. I randomly saw Kid Rock at a Deesa Boy drum and bass show in Baltimore. I was pretty drunk, and I was yelling the lyrics of Cowboy at him. It only lasted a minute before his undercover goons tossed me out, <laughs> but it was totally worth it. 
Okay. So you're uh, going to toss him off for singing one of his songs? Yeah. Now, if he's doing it shitty and he's sounding crappy, I can see why, but um, dude, he's a fan. Mm-hmm. Not so much pissed off, but made a fool of myself. <laughs> That's my life, my friend. <laughs> I started college in New York five years ago, and my first week in town, I saw Peter Dinklage walking down the street. <laughs> Peter Dinklage, um, he's he's big in the uh, what is that? The Hunger Games. I don't know. Tab would know. She's seen a couple. Game of, of them. It's either Game of Thrones or Hunger Games. I can't remember which one it is. The name is funny. Um. <laughs> anyway. I saw him walking down the street. I was waiting on the curb when I spotted him walking a Great Dane that was as tall as he was. <laughs> and he was coming towards me. He stopped next to me to wait for the walk sign. Having never seen a celebrity before and still a stupid teen, <laughs> I was dumbfounded. I stood there a few seconds staring at him before I realized I was being rude. Yes, now, it's me. Now I have to say something because I couldn't just stare at the guy until he walked away. Or... <laughs> Are you Peter Dinklage? He looked up with a tired expression before dipping his head. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, I've said something. I'm done. But what now? I couldn't just ask the dude his name and then not say anything. So I scour my brain for a compliment. You're awesome. <laughs> I'm not sure if he even looked up this time, but he said thanks. Shit, I'm so dumb. <laughs> that was really dumb. He thinks I'm an idiot. He probably thinks I just watched Elf or something. <laughs> so now I got to prove myself. Yeah, the station agent. You were awesome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the walk light came on and we started across the street. When it became obvious I was going on the left side, he went right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just want to walk the dog. Get away from me. <laughs> um, I was at a grocery store. My three-year-old daughter ran full bore into Robert Downey Jr.'s pregnant wife. While they were on vacation here in Hawaii. At the time, I had no idea who it was. I could just tell she was rather annoyed. Yeah, she's pregnant. <laughs> what more do you need? She's pregnant. He's got, he's got baby iron in there. <laughs> iron baby. <laughs> the iron fetus. <laughs> Giving birth to the iron fetus. I apologized and moved on. At the checkout, everyone was murmuring... That they were in the store. I googled a pic on my phone and sure as shit, that's her. <laughs> Ta-da! Well, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, it wasn't you. It was a little kid. I'm sure she wasn't, like, you know, going to have you taken out and caned or anything. <laughs> I want to know if he was there with her. Buster Rhymes is one of the biggest assholes I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great way to start a story. Yeah. I used to work at a popular sports store in Atlanta, and hip-hop celebs would come in all the time. Busta asked me to pull down a jersey and a matching hat for him. I didn't have his hat size. Um, he wears a big hat size because of his dreads, so this story's kind of old. Probably um, around 2000. He proceeded to say, hey, you mean to tell me you got the fucking jersey but not the fucking hat? What the fuck? <laughs> Busta, have a human-sized head, and I've got a hat for you. <laughs> His agent invited the store to an album-listening party at a local bowling alley. We were all like 200 partygoers, bowling, eating food, while the album played in the background. Honestly, it was pretty mediocre. Busta came in and grabbed the mic and yelled at us, 
You all come in here, eat my fucking food, spend my fucking money, and don't have the fucking common courtesy to listen to my fucking album? There ain't one fucking head bopping to this. Fuck you! <laughs> Maybe if you made better fucking music. Yeah. Bastard. This made no sense because we paid for our own food and bowling. There was nothing that was free. The music was free. Gee, how big of them. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, come to our thing, but you have to pay. Yeah. A la carte. <laughs> I smacked Art Godfunkel on the back like he was my best friend and asked him for an autograph while he was busy being angry about his ride leaving without him. Not a good time. Paul left without him and he got pissed. Yikes. Oh, this will make you so happy. Yay. This will make you happy. When my dad was still in the Navy... He and his superior officer made Jessica Simpson cry. (laughs) (laughs) She'd been doing a Christmas concert for the troops. When she came back, my dad and his master chief agreed that something was wrong on the helicopter she was supposed to take home. She got really upset and started crying and asking why she couldn't go home to be with her family on Christmas. My dad was dumbstruck by this, but the master chief wonderfully didn't miss a beat Lady, I have hundreds of men and women who won't get to spend Christmas with their families, and you're going to cry to me about it? <laughs> Good. fucker. The stupid helicopter got fixed, though. <laughs> Damn. They should have given her a uniform and uh, an unloaded gun and say, here, you're part of us now. No shit. Throw her on the front lines. Yeah. I work at GameStop in Wisconsin, and one day this little boy came in with braces on his arms. And crutches. His legs were bowed or bent. He was clearly pretty disabled. He came up to the counter and was wearing a Lakers hat covered in signatures. I smiled and asked who he all had on, got to sign his hat. His face lit up and he pointed out a few of the big name signatures. I asked, where's Kobe? And the kid looked deflated. <laughs> his mom said, you know what? We went through a charity and got to sit courtside at the Laker game and quick meet the players before the game started. Everybody was incredibly nice to my son, but Kobe didn't want to be bothered for an autograph because he was in his pre-game mindset. Fuck you, Kobe. <laughs> Prick. I have really borderline hated Kobe ever since. I would too. Um, Prick. Couldn't even sign a hat for the kid. Fuck you. Yep. I was smoking with a buddy outside a joint in Mammoth Lakes as this couple walked up to the door. The guy let out a huge theatrical stage cough and waved his hands in front of his face. I thought you were going to say he let out a huge fart. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, we have this exchange. Secondhand smoke kills. I can't breathe second, around it. Secondhand smoke kills less people than not minding their own business ass. <laughs> And my buddy starts tapping me on the shoulder and leans in and whispered, Dude, that's Lance Armstrong. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I told Lance Armstrong and Cheryl Crow to shut up and tolerate my secondhand smoke. (laughs) Whoops. Roll some balls. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. Dude. (laughs) You are my hero. (laughs) (laughs) That was epic. Hey, I, I never would have said that. I want to say what I think, because I can't stand these 
um, celebrities thinking that they're all that, and they came and signed an autograph for somebody. There you go. Assholes. Word. A friend of mine was at a concert a few years back, and there was a big floppy-haired guy in front of her, blocking her view of the whole gig. She got really wound up and yelled at him, you poodle-headed Brian, <laughs> you poodle-headed Brian May look-alike, get out of the way. Woof. Guy turns around, it was actually Brian May from Queen. Oops. He took it quite well, though, apparently. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm just kicking tables. Hey, that's all right, we got the sound back in my ear. My headphones. Good. I royally yes. pissed off Phil Collins of Genesis. Oh, oh shit. Oh, boy, what did you do? <laughs> Read the book. Read the book. I'll read the paragraph. Here we go. Arrived late to their concert in 82. I had eight reserved seats very near the stage that were occupied. Had to have an usher boot the couple. Oh, um, another usher. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably a dick, too. Had to have an usher boot the people, camping in our sights, waving a flashlight in total darkness. See? While Phil is trying to sing the opening song to their concert. We finally got to sit down and receive the angriest stare from him that caused half the arena of people to look over at us like we were a bunch of dicks. It was a 16,000 seat arena sold out. Hey, Phil, sorry about that. Well, why was he distracted by you anyway? I met Dave Chappelle two years ago and he was awesome. Uh, he was good on SNL when he came back recently. I told him he was the reason I started stand-up and thanked him for the many laughs he gave me. The whole time, it seemed like he was eager to retain a conversation. He didn't try to cut it short, and he kept bringing up new topics to talk about. Nice. Very nice. I met Louis Black in Iowa City. Ooh. <laughs> I kind of met Louis Black. Kind of? Kind of. I was uh, going to see one of his shows... And I was running late, and he was, the the, the pre-show, the warm-up act, was mm-hmm. on stage, and Lewis was waiting outside, it was at the, um, the Melody Tent, the, the mm-hmm. uh, Cohasset, uh, the music circus, and Lewis, Lewis was standing outside, and I was like, oh, fuck, and I was like, hey, Lou, <laughs> and he waved at me, and he, yeah. And he waved at me, and he was like, hurry up. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. Hurry up. Go, 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 go. I met Louis Black, yeah, I met Louis Black in Iowa City, and he was doing a show at the college. He's not at all like his stand-up and a very cool guy. I was a little drunk and making an ass of myself. <laughs> well, that's just walked, asking for it. I walked over and told him I enjoyed his stand-up and the movie Accepted. To this, he shook my hand and asked me if I saw his show. I told him I had not because I didn't go to the college. He handed me two tickets and said, please come see the show. Nice. He's actually the most famous person I've ever spoken to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe you should go to conventions and comic cons. Yeah, oh, you'd get some stories, man. Oh, yeah. Steven Tyler pumped my gas in a complete non-sexual way. (laughs) Okay, I'm interested. He grew up in New Hampshire. Loving an elevator. And has a summer home here. I was. Why does he have a summer home? He lives in Massachusetts. He has a summer mm-hmm. home in New Hampshire. That's stupid. 
Right. She had a summer <laughs> home down south somewhere mm. where it's warmer. Well, not recently. I know. They're getting snow down there in like Texas and Georgia and all that. Oh, uh, we feel you guys. We're getting some snow up here tomorrow. <clears throat> it's going to be ugly. Florida's probably freaking out because they're low right now with 70. No. I was driving through town and stopped for gas. I couldn't get the pump to work because they're old and I'm dumb. I hear someone behind me say, let me help you, and grab the pump. I turn around and see Steven Tyler being being the smooth <laughs> being the smooth 17-year-old I, I was. I said, oh, my God, you're Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. I hope he didn't say it too loud. He smiled and said, yeah, and you are? <laughs> <laughs> so I replied, I'm me. So I replied, I'm Sarah from the town I was living in. He started laughing at me, and I just stood there grinning like an idiot. <laughs> well, Sarah from the town you live in, have a nice day, and he took off. I called my mom to gush about meeting him, but she went to high school with him and said I shouldn't talk to heroin addicts. <laughs> Shit. I actually, I have two uh, uh, Stephen Tyler stories real quick. Go. Um, one. My nephew, my sister took my nephew to one of those indoor kid gym things. Mm-hmm. And Steven Tyler was there with his little, I think his little daughter or something. But it was like she didn't want to bug him because he was on dad time. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, she just let him be. The best time to do that is if you see a celebrity and uh, you're out having dinner. Mm. And they're at the table eating. Mm-hmm. Wait till they're done. Yeah. Then go say hi or try to go say hi. And you sign this for me? And my a, a friend, well, we're not friends Dude. anymore, but this person I used to be friends with. Was at a Dunkin' Donuts. Mmm. Donuts. Um, in, in this particular town. And, um, in Massachusetts. <laughs> so she went in to get the donuts and she came out. And mm. there's this minivan parked right next to her. And there was a guy in there who kind of looked like Steven Tyler. So she got, I wonder why he kind of looked like Steven. <clears throat> so she kind of, she, she was talking to a friend of hers as they were getting in their car. And she goes, that guy kind of looked like sweet, uh, Steven Tyler. And then starts going, dream on. <laughs> Fucking, he's right behind her, looks at her and goes, yeah. And gets in his car. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was, he was the minivan. He wow. was driving the minivan. I'm like, oh, he's driving well, you the minivan. You wouldn't expect to see him in one. Nope. They would blend right in. Nope. I just hope he's not one of those minivan drivers that drives yeah. really slow. Can't go over 40 unless it's an emergency. It's probably in the contract right. when you buy a minivan. There it is. Move your ass, people. <laughs> we sat behind Jeff Goldblum at a Marlins baseball game. <laughs> Did you have your hand on him? <laughs> I've said this so many times that Jeff Goldblum looks like the kind of guy who would shake your hand and like maybe put a hand on your shoulder and just leave it there an uncomfortable <laughs> amount of time. He just looks like that kind of guy. 20 minutes later, he's still holding your hand and starting to crush your fingers. Yeah, and you're like, come on, man. I'm starting to get sweaty palm. <laughs> I told him I enjoyed... Okay, on the fly. I told him I enjoyed his work, and we had a nice chat about a couple of films and the game. He was very chill and down to earth. This was uh, near halfway up the stands. Uh, it was not a skybox or anything. So mm. Jeff Goldblum is cheap and buys cheap boxes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he wants to be a regular person. Good for him. But he's weird. <laughs> My mother, a while back, was working in retail as a pharmacist in a suburb in Chicago. None other than Bill Murray waltzed in one ah. day 
And after an exchange <laughs> of medication, my mother said to him, I really enjoy your work. Ghostbusters. He looked at her and said, and I enjoy yours. <laughs> <laughs> that will be a regular Bill uh, response. Oh, Kirk Cameron. The stories, the stories are true. The man is a complete ass and yes. so is his wife. Kanye West, total asshole. I, I, was, I was hoping he would have a seizure in front of me so my day would be brightened. <laughs> I would too. Uh, Taylor Swift, she acts exactly what her videos make Ooh! her. She acts exactly like her videos make her out to be 16 years old, even though she's in her 20s. She annoyed the crap out of me. She knows everybody. And she finds out. Oh. And I also found out that she freaks when people don't know who she is. <laughs> Douche. Mm. No one cares to know who you are. Nope. I wouldn't know fucking her if... <laughs> Carrie Underwood. Worst fucking oh, wait, bitch wait. I ever met. <laughs> wait a second. Hmm? Um, going back. Hmm? I wouldn't want to fucking know her either or fuck her because that would be her next song. <laughs> you would be. You'd be a, But you'd be a top ten hit. <laughs> oh, go me. <laughs> go me. <laughs> Break up to make up. <laughs> Carrie Underwood, worst fucking bitch I ever met. She was throwing a birthday party for her boyfriend, now her husband, and everything had to be about her. She literally screamed orders inches away from people's face. Uh, the other uh, the, <laughs> the other days, she kept scratching herself. I don't know if she has crabs or not. <laughs> Probably. That's gross. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> they pinch. Do pinches. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Pinching the pussy. Oh. <laughs> I went to a showing. Instead of, of grabbing it. Yeah. I went to a showing of the first X-Men movie in one of the first theaters to have the 3D sound or something to do with sound. I don't remember. And I dressed up as Rogue. No one else dressed up. This should tell you something about your life. <laughs> Nerd. Mm. I got stares and felt really, really stupid. He tapped me on the shoulder and said, wow, you're really dedicated, aren't you? At the time, I had no idea who he was, and he wasn't exactly dressed as Wolverine. And he was pretty unknown, so I told him to piss off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Told Hugh to piss off. He laughed and walked away. Now that I know, that was a really cool way for him to handle the situation. <laughs> yeah. Now, don't you wish you can go back in time and do it differently? I met Stephen King on a commuter plane to Harrisburg. I was reading his latest novel. And a gentleman sat down next to me who looked exactly like the dude on the back cover of the book. No. He fucked with me for a little bit, but then was finally like, yeah, I'm just kidding. I totally wrote that. <laughs> and he signed it. Cool guy, but very eccentric. Yeah, it sounds like him. Uh, I'm actually trying to find one to end on because we're we're getting low on time. I don't know. These are all good, actually. <laughs> I should have ended on Bill Murray. Mm. <laughs> I really should have. Here we go. Uh, Taylor Swift, bit of a bitch. Most think? Of, <laughs> most of her music and concert is angry, lashing out at anyone that's ever mistreated her. She's not uh, big on fan requests in any way, down to being snappy at eight-year-olds that worship the ground she walks on. There was also a day my family and I entered the Hearst Ranch Winery during a bike relay fundraiser for the Special Olympics. We had no idea what was going on at the time, and 
it being the first day we'd been in California, my mom joked that the guy on the back porch of the wine tasting house looked like Rob Lowe. <laughs> because famous people are just everywhere in California. <laughs> he turned around, having heard my mom proclaim this loudly, and Rob Lowe just about gave her a heart attack. <laughs> oh. Yeah, honey, what if Rob Lowe, yeah. Rob, a Lowe's. Yeah. I ran into David Spade while on vacation in Los Angeles. I just want, I wanted to just let him walk by with his date, but my mom stopped him. I can almost hear a tab just letting out a huge sigh of just the name David Spade. She doesn't like David Spade? Oh, she hates him. I like his stand-up. I don't think I've seen his stand-up. His stand-up is pretty good. I just know him from his early movies with Chris Farley and then Adam Sandler. Mm. He was extremely friendly and took pictures with us. I quoted Tommy Boy to him, and he loved it. <laughs> of course he loved it. Yeah. Why wouldn't he love it? I was in an elevator going down 10 floors in the Peninsula Hotel in Chicago. Who love gets an elevator? There we go. <laughs> Everything comes back around on this show. Woo. Who gets on the floor beneath mine? Fucking Al Roker. He nods and is all nice. We continue in silence until I hear a tiny poof. <laughs> <laughs> and the car now smells horribly. <laughs> it was a slow elevator. Oh. Pew! Yeah. <laughs> Him! That, that's rough. That's rough. I, I should, we should probably leave off with that's that. That's a stinky way to meet somebody. Yeah. We should leave off with that. That's Al Roker <laughs> poofed in an elevator. Poofing in an elevator. Poofing in an elevator! <laughs> oh, I love it. Poofed. Poofed in an elevator. <laughs> okay you guys so I hope you had a, a safe and happy new year um, hope you had more fun I, than me yeah. sitting at home all sick all sick mad at Mariah Carey not mad just disgusted <laughs> not mad just utterly, <laughs> utterly disappointed yeah you don't act like that no she's old enough to know better Hope we haven't uh, uh, made fun of your your favorite celebrity too harshly. <laughs> sometimes people just have a bad day. Everyone has their own opinion. They're, sometimes they're just assholes. What can you do? If you're too stuck up of a snob of a uh, <laughs> famous person to sign an autograph, then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. Ooh. So piss okay. off. Okay. Ooh, Sean's an angry Sean. Like that thing with a kid in the signed hat. No. Kobe Bryant, you fucking prick. Well. Yeah, there's this. Oh, I'm in a mindset. I can't sign. Shut up. It just takes a few zone. seconds. Yeah. Oh, the fingers. <laughs> okay, so we will be we'll be back next week. It's just the beginning of 2017. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, our colds will be a little better. Yep. And this, this will be fun to listen back to. Yeah. And I'm in works of trying to get us to go see those uh, DeLorean cars that we mentioned yeah. before. I freed up a Saturday, so let's see how that goes. So if it works out, next week, next Saturday? Possibly. I, in, my, in my ear, I sound like I've been gargling razor blades. <laughs> Ouch. It's just, it just like, ugh. Just, it, it, and it's painful as well, so. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to go away. I'm going to go cough in the corner. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> 2016 left us like bye, Felicia. <laughs> 
All right, you guys be good. Sean's going to tell you something. Yeah. I'm going to go away. Use the force. <laughs> Have a good everything. And again, a good new year. All right. With him. <laughs>